0: Welcome to the Pursuit Friends Church Network of House Churches podcast. I'm the planner and lead pastor, Brian Donahue, and I'm joined by Kristen All, who is the director and pastor of Network Ministries. We're excited to share about what God is doing at Pursuit Friends Church as we build this network of house churches. On this podcast, you'll hear stories of how God is moving and working in our midst, updates and news on our progress. But we really want to focus on sharing what we are walking through from God's Word each week as a church family. So grab a cup of coffee, your Bible, and join Kristen and myself as we share how God is moving at Pursuit Friends Church and as we discuss what we learned from our Bible passage this week. We're glad you're here. Stay tuned. And welcome to episode 12 of the Pursuit Friends Church Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm here with Kristen. Actually, I'm not here with Kristen. We are actually recording this week's podcast via Zoom because I am in Canton, Ohio, here in the, uh, what, I'm going to give it a fancy name, Kristen, the Pursuit Friends Studio, aka my office. Perfect. Uh, (laughs) And Kristen, you are in Michigan. I am in
1: the... Yeah, the global satellite office of very Pursuit good. Friends okay. in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yes,
0: I love it. <laughs> uh, we are very pleased to be able to be together via this technology. Um, as we, I guess I shouldn't speak for you, Kristen, but I really do love our podcast. <laughs> Meet you. In in um, what we get to talk about and share and. I see it in one way, not wholly, but in one way, I see our podcast as a, as a form of our worship to God, to thank yes. him and to share and testify the good things that he is doing in our midst. Um, I
1: love that. Yeah. Testify, Brian. All
0: right. All right. <laughs> um, it, you know, just it really is. And, and we pray a lot um, before our podcasts. Um, and often one of the things we say is Lord, let this come across as us giving you all the glory and all the praise and honor that you deserve not to people boasting in the work that we get to engage in and look at what God's doing in us and look how we're being used, but in God's work in his hand upon, um, our church and this movement. And today we get to worship God even more um uh uh, to share some things and also encourage everybody that's listening um uh, i'm sitting here with a cup of hot tea and a an ice cold glass of coke zero Uh, as uh, i have been battling sinuses all week and it's finally catching up to me as far as my vocal cords are concerned. So I've got a cup of hot tea that I actually threw a cough drop into. I've never done. Oh, wow. I, I wondered if that would have an extra added effect in the tea. Um,
1: have you tried see. it yet? Yeah, I'm it? I'm
0: about to right now. Hold on.
1: All right. We'll all wait and see.
0: I can taste the essence of the cough drop. And, uh, I'll let you know in a few minutes if I feel any better. Um, but, but Kristen, I'm, I'm here in beautiful, warm. It's like 63 degrees outside Ohio. I just talked to a gentleman from California, the head of uh, the EF, e- Evangelical Friends Mission, and he said, thanks for the warm Ohio weather. And I said, well, we're all shocked. We are in disbelief. Um, and wondering what we did wrong that is, you know, um, stirring the the weather in Ohio. But you're in Michigan, Kristen. Why are you in Michigan?
1: Yeah, and I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and it's actually been gorgeous here as well. Yesterday, I went on a beautiful walk through the woods. Uh, Back to my childhood, thought of thought of all the people I knew uh, that lived <laughs> nice. in the area and the, the times that I spent around Maplewood Lake, uh, which uh, uh, which was near, right near the muck farms. Uh, there's a lot of you probably eat salad stuff that comes from this area of Grand Rapids. Oh, interesting. So it's the, the salad bowl is what they call this area, <laughs> but it I was amazing. But yeah, here's the whiplash. I don't know what you're getting in Ohio, and I hope it's not the same. Uh, this weekend, they're going to get their first snow here a couple inches. Tell me if that's not what I'm coming home to.
0: That's that's what the weather people are saying. gonna <sighs> I mean, probably get snow even as early as Thursday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're hoping to get out of there. Got to here and get home before uh, before the <laughs> snow hits. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been spending some time. My uh, this is where I grew up. I grew up in Grand Rapids. My parents still live here and um my mom had a shoulder replacement surgery last week, full shoulder replacement, um, and she needs both shoulders done. So it's a little tricky, because uh, you take one out completely oh. from surgery and the other one is not working great. <laughs> so so she's uh, working through that, been doing really well. Um, and my dad has been recovering from um pneumonia that he had a month mm. ago or so. So um, so it's been a real joy to be here, to, to get to actually live in my childhood home for the last week <laughs> and uh, spend some time with my parents, which is fun. And my brother from California who we hadn't seen in three years because mm. of COVID came out and uh, uh, the the four of us were back together again for a while. So that was, it was really been fun.
0: Awesome. And, and I know it was, um, just, just to kind of encourage people, um, this, this past, Kristen knew that she was going to be in Michigan this week because, of course, the, things like shoulder surgeries are usually scheduled in advance.
1: Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but we had a big gathering at my house on Saturday of Pursuit Friends Network leadership and then two other house church movements as well, one from Ipsalani. Uh, friends uh, in Ypsilanti, Michigan, and then the other from Slavic Village, led by Briggs and Jen Schuett, uh, which is in c- the Cleveland area. And uh, we had, uh, God laid it on our hearts to gather and um, fellowship and share stories and see if God wouldn't use us to figure out how we can encourage other people within the friends to start to engage and talk about church planning and new work starting and um, what do we know that would be beneficial to others just starting or, or figuring out this thing? And uh, Kristen uh, and all of us were disappointed that Kristen, when it became obvious, she wasn't going to make it back in time for this. Yeah. But it's but it's also one of those things. I mean, really, it, it was an opportunity for you, Kristen, and for us to learn again um, that. You know we've got to be used where God calls us to every moment, and uh, to be able to shift and be able to um, enjoy the peace of God in those moments. Um, I remember you you called me and said I don't think I'm going to make it back, and I asked for your resignation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's in the mail, right? In okay, the mail, good. Brian. Yeah, good. yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, just just we have such flexibility. And even though that was something we were all looking forward to um, being together at and um, meeting new people, too, um, it's just it's God's will in his way. And obviously, sister, you needed to be with your parents to minister to them and encourage them and just be there for them. Um, And it's so important. I don't know how many times, too, I've been looking forward to something and something else comes up that it's just it's an obvious I have to I have to care for my family, I have to care for this friend um and uh we need to learn how to have peace and we actually talked about that um, yeah. for a couple minutes.
1: And I am just uh I just want to underscore that and just say I'm so thankful for everyone who um has been praying for me and for my family. Um and the peace of God was really evident and um the the phrase that kept ringing through my head is you know there are things that only you can do there aren't very many but there are times when you know really it was obvious that this was my job you know and as much as i wanted to be uh with pursuit this weekend um there was nothing there that only i could do in the way that this was and and i think when we like you said when we can (laughs) pry our hands off our expectations and, and our and what we're hoping for um it, we can enter into that peace and that kind of rest in the midst of the shift yeah. when we can when we can get a hold of that like okay mm-hmm. this you know this is <laughs> uh, stop fighting this is obviously where you want to, and enter into that I mean one of the cool things like I said earlier it's been as someone who's lived out of state um, a lot and, and a far up since we've been married and, and not always been to be not always been able to be here when I wanted to be. So it really is a privilege to mm-hmm. get to be here um, and to serve my parents and to just enjoy their company as well. Right. It's right. been really nice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if I had spent my whole time fighting uh that i couldn't have everything the way i had hoped i wouldn't have been right. able to enter that enter that joy right.
0: so right yeah and we we also had our night of worship our family reunion kind of our first yes get together with the two house churches that we want to do once a month um and so that was in there too you know right I which know. i also
1: missed yeah right sure. i'm glad, yeah, I'm glad right. to hear it
0: glad to hear that uh, but um uh you know, let, let me just share um, as briefly as I can about this gathering we had Saturday at my house because it was is it was really special. and and i'm 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 sad you you had to miss it, but uh, you know it was just it was really good how the Spirit of God really came into our midst um, as we had someone from Ipsy, Katie, led worship for us and came with a bunch of songs they could do. And um, Pastor Jack Radcliffe from Ipsy and her kind of um, went back and forth and we shared, we prayed during our worship time. Um, And it was just really special that we talked about being able to tangibly feel the presence of God in our midst as we worshiped, Mm -hmm. Um, that it was tangible, that God was blessing our our togetherness, our unity. Um, And then we talked about as we moved into um, just the refreshment that was there for all of us. um, And that sometimes church planting and doing works like this, ministry like this can feel awfully lonely, Mm -hmm. even if you're not alone. Um, There's times in every level of leadership, whatever your responsibility is, large or small, medium, whatever, where you can just have a tendency to feel a little bit alone in that. Um, yeah. Even surrounded by really awesome people. And uh, it just, we all got the sense that God was refreshing us and saying, here are like-minded people who love me just like you do and who are just doing their best to serve me and to serve the people in their neighborhoods and their community and build My kingdom. Um, And so there's great, there's almost this sense of relief as we got into Mm. worship where everybody just kind of breathed and, ah, this feels good. Um, And and it wasn't anything that needed a ton of preparing for. Uh, Talked about that, that sometimes we feel like we've got to prepare, prepare, prepare. And uh, it was just nice to come to something and just feel like it was family right away. So we, there was a ton of sharing, Kristen, um, at this, a lot of questions asked uh, between the different house church people. I bet. How we're doing that. And it was really good questions. And um, uh, so we, we decided that we wanted to have this gathering and then invite other people into it as well. There might be other people in other churches or movements that are engaging in new works. Um, and for the sake of just fellowship, worshiping together, sharing stories, asking questions, encouraging each other. Um, So we hope to make this, uh, we talked quarterly, but it could, that may be too often, you know, it it may be twice a year or something like that, but um, we want it to be intentional to let um, church planners and leaders gather together just for the sake of fellowship, worship and encouragement um, and getting that sense of refreshing. So uh, we were super energized by that um, and felt like we made some good new friends too. Um, So Kristen, don't miss the next one, okay?
1: Um, (laughs) I'll do do my best. (laughs) If, If you haven't accepted my resignation.
0: Then, I tore it up. You know, well, it's in the mail. You said so. When I get it I'll tear it up.
1: Lost in the mail? Maybe lost in the mail. We'll just uh, we'll just call it that.
0: Okay. Uh, but but then we had our night of worship. Um, and when we have these nights of worship, our rhythm that we're trying to establish—we just started this—is that the house churches won't meet that week for their regular main gathering. That the night of worship or our family reunion will be the main thing. Um, and we had lovely worship. We got to um, have Stephen Zittle join our worship team, uh, and he sang and played uh, keys for us, and I flexed a little bit and played the cajon. Thank you, Jay, for letting me play the cajon while you were, weren't feeling too hot that night and, uh, um, and sang, and it was good. Mallory and Joe were both there. And uh, we had our usual usual crowd for this um, on a Sunday night for our, our past nights of worship. Uh, but it's just good to see the fellowship and the ease that that is there in that fellowship and sharing that time together. Um, so I'm encouraged. I hope you're encouraged, Kristen.
1: Yes, I, I am. I, <laughs> I did ask, I said, Joe... If there's any chance you can like video me in you know just uh zoom or something but mm. didn't happen so i had to yeah. just use my imagination
0: but... <laughs> i'm sorry about that but That's uh, we'll right. talk about That's that, right. that later um yeah <laughs> <laughs> excuse me um but we know got... it does
1: sound like an amazing night for sure yeah
0: yeah it was it was good and uh you know, one one thing I think we're going to, I think maybe, Kristen, this will get us into some of the things we want to talk about um, to encourage others in. And um, first of all, I want to say that everything that Kristen and I talk about, um, whether it's from the Word of God or uh, we're probably going to have some quotes from other people you're going to hear here in a few minutes. This is for our benefit as much as it is for whoever our podcast audience is. Like we we try to share about stuff that God is leading us through that we're excited about or challenged in. Um, We don't have this stuff down perfectly by any means, Um, but we just want to encourage you guys with how the Lord's encouraging us. Um, And uh, so I hope you receive it in that spirit. But uh, one of the things that, that I was reminded of during our night of worship is I'm, sitting there on the stage, sitting on Jay's Cajon with a nice round pad that that young man purchased. <laughs> um, revolutionized Cajon playing for everyone, I would think.
1: Uh,
0: I, I always hated playing Cajon because it's you're sitting on a wood box. And so your hands are tired and raw because you're hitting wood. But then you got to sit on the wood box. And someone invented this circular pad that could also rotate. So I could kind of (laughs) rotate my legs and hips and uh, really sway to the music. It was fantastic, but that's a huge side note. Um, Has zero relevance to what I'm about to say, but I'm sitting there on the cajon and looking out and I, I was a little bit frustrated that we didn't have like everybody, you know, Mm, and and just being raw as a leader here. Um, Yeah. You know, I build up so much excitement and there's so much that goes on behind the scenes to put on this, a lot of setup, a lot of time ahead, yeah. a lot of spiritual preparation as well as a leader into putting this event together. And um, I get so revved up uh, for these things. And we had our usual crowd, which is a lovely, wonderful usual crowd um, that really worship well and really enjoy it, and we're so thankful for them. But I was a little bit disappointed, and the Lord just ministered to my heart and said, I thought you wanted your metrics to change. I thought it wasn't about how many people show up to an event or at your yeah. house church on any given Sunday, Brian. I thought you you wanted to make disciples. I thought that was your number one thing that you wanted to base as your success. That, who, Ouch. Yeah, who comes to know Jesus? Who's learning more about God and changing their life and adjusting their life rhythms and patterns to fit more into a godly lifestyle? Um, that's what you say you want to measure. And here you are sitting up there on that nice padded cone, all pathetic falling back you know taking a few steps back and yeah uh, so it was just it was good to be reminded of that by God a little bit hard because I felt a little bit foolish that I allowed my flesh to win in that for those moments Um, but then you know um I would as someone shared with me about one of the young kids in our in our um, fellowship that for the first time in his life asked for a Bible, and he didn't want a story Bible. He wanted a real Bible that has everything in it. And he's <laughs> developing a hunger for God. This is a kid that's like five, six years old, and right, and so
1: right, first grade, I think this year, yeah, yeah.
0: just yeah, amazing that here I am. I just yeah. complaining to God about why aren't there more people here? But then He reminds me, here's the metric. You know, here, you said you wanted this, and then a few minutes later, he showed me, you know, this, this dear kid is developing a hunger for the Lord through coming yeah. to church and being with the body of Christ.
1: You know, I love that, Brian, and it makes me think about the importance of community because, you know, it's so hard for us sometimes to not get overly fixated on the concrete things that are right in front of us whether that's broken circumstances or number of people or, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. And and we know that God is working and that there are lots of things going on that we don't see. But it's so easy to forget that and not be tuned into that. And when we're in that community, um, often it's somebody else who can come alongside and and point out, what's going on that we can't see or that's going on behind the scenes um we right. ju- we need that reminder we need each other to to help to help be reminded of the unseen reality that's in imp- really more important you know going on yeah.
0: right right and um i know kristen you you have some things that you'd like to share that you've been excuse me kind of walking through um yeah volving around changing some of our internal language and um, what that looks like.
1: Yeah, you know, um, I was before we started a podcast, I was sitting down and kind of taking time to um, think about how God's been talking to me over the last week uh, through uh, lots of podcasts when we're traveling <laughs> and <laughs> um, and uh, a, a wonderful church service that my mom and I watched on Sunday morning from here. And um, one of the things that really uh, I've been thinking about that stood out to me that's a little bit ouchy at first is a quote from Carrie Newhoff um, where he says, he says, now, mind you, this should be internal, not out loud, or you have any friends but he, <laughs> said, he said that we need to stop saying i don't have time because that's not the truth and replace it in our mind with i am not going to make time for that um, and just be honest that you know when i say i don't have time to exercise <laughs> the reality actually is i'm saying i am not going to make time or i don't have time to study the word or whatever those did, things. Did my are. wife
0: call you about the <laughs> exercise thing? I'm <laughs> sensitive,
1: uh, right? Yeah. Or even you know, I mean, uh, I don't have time to invest in my relationships that are important yeah, to me the way yeah. I want. Or I, I, he's so right; it it doesn't. Um, we have to be honest about it. we and make time for the things that we're really valuing. But I also think that honesty um, moves us from a victim to more active stance in our lives. So right. when I heard myself saying, you know, I don't have time to be healthy. I'm like, that's not a, 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 to, I'm not going to make time <laughs> to be healthy. That's right. not acceptable. Yeah. and i know it's not acceptable and i don't want to choose that so it confronts me with the reality that okay if this is really important to you you are going to have to make time it is in my hands yeah. not in the in the the time you know the time gods or whatever you know right. what I mean? it's right. in my hands so
0: and what needs what needs to shift in our lives what are what what is god leading us and, and calling us to shift, you know, and I don't want to over spiritualize it because I think sometimes we know. Right. There's just so many things we just don't want to let go of. And then we want to waste time, you know, supposedly praying about it and over spiritualizing it. And we never, you know, the shift never happens. And, and as a people, I, you know, I just think we're, we we are we should always be open to shift and to change and to growth. If we, you know, we're supposed to become right. more and more Christ-like every day. If we're pursuing Christ and his likeness and his heart and we're walking in obedience, that means our whole lives. Outside yeah, our comfort re- zones, outside, you know, what's always comfortable.
1: Yes. I agree. And I, I think, uh, one of the things that i like about this is um i feel that uh, you know I, my mom would say this is true of me since i was a toddler i can be a very guilty person for no reason or just guilt in general right, right. um she she remembers being uh, shocked at my response to something when i was really little and realizing she was gonna have to be really careful with me because i just tend in that direction kind of firstborn perfectionist. And so when I when I take things out of my power, I can feel a lot of guilt that is not helpful, right? Uh Like, I really should be doing these things, but I just don't have time or whatever. And it's just not it it doesn't get me anywhere but demoralized. So if I could take the hard stuff and be real honest about uh, my priorities, and then there's a related quote uh, from Pete Scazzaro that uh, that goes along with this that I think has been so helpful to me as I've been not yet, but as I've been thinking about it. (laughs) Uh, He says, he says, you know, when someone says to him, I know you're busy, but can you do this or, you know, trying to he he said, I take a deep breath. And I say, I'm not busy. I'm limited. And I Mm -hmm. thought, Oh, that's so helpful. Right? (laughs) On many levels, you know, uh, in this personal kind of game we play with ourselves, I thought that was helpful because because instead of saying, you know, I just need to be honest about the limitations, the fact that I am limited. And so therefore I have to choose carefully what's really important to me and what things, honestly, I just need to let go of too. Maybe it is okay to say, I'm just not gonna make time for that right now or i can't I can't make time for two hours of workout every day that yeah. and 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 just actually release that and say and but I am going to you know walk thirty minutes or whatever it's right. not all about good. exercise but
0: well it's a good analogy i think most most of us can relate to that <laughs> on some level. I know a guy yeah. who can relate to that really well um but i just <laughs> i just uh um, really, as we talk about you know that, that this limitation thing, one of the hardest things for us as leaders can be to is the power of no, right? Um, sometimes we d- we feel uh, adjusting language here, adjusting my language here, we mm-hmm. feel like we don't have time because we're saying yes to so many other things, ministry related, church related, people relate, you know. And and, and one of the problems is we don't know how to say no or we're afraid of saying no because we've got drilled into us forever that we have to be valuable, that we have to make ourselves busy, available to people, which is true. We need to be available to people, but um, we go overboard with that. And what tends to fall off and lack when it comes to our time is personal health and wellness, physically, spiritually, mentally, and also our families. Yep. And those are not things that I, I don't see anywhere in the Bible does, does it say that we should let those things fall off for the sake of ministry. Um, right. And it's a hard, sometimes it can be a hard line um, to walk, but I, I think we all have room for improvement Um, But I love that, Kristen, uh, uh, you know, we're limited.
1: (laughs) Right. We need to. Well, and you know what else you touched on, Brian, that I also think this quote gets at, which I love, is that we are so addicted to our value being Mm -hmm. based on our busyness. Yeah. How you doing? Good, but busy, really busy. Right. Like, why do we we hold that up as as the ultimate um uh said a measure of worth right heaven forbid I say I'm good. You know, I'm just I'm enjoying sitting here right now um and just thinking some things over. Mm-hmm. You know, or I've gotta, you know, I'm keeping some space in my schedule so that I'm ready for the unexpected to come up and you know we don't those those <laughs> you're never but we should be saying that right like we should should i shouldn't say it that way i don't like that but but um that is not the the wisdom right the wisdom is knowing that i do have limited resources and um i should you know just choose the things god's called me to do excuse me and be willing to let go of the rest and and accept that i'm limited you know
0: (laughs) i think i think one of the things that strikes me as, as I've been listening to you talk is um, how many times in my own life have I given people both saved and unsaved people that know Jesus and people that don't the sense that I'm just totally overwhelmed. And how many times have they seen me in that state or that attitude and and even though, like, there's grace, and you know, uh, obviously, all that, you know, okay, bringing all the Christianese things to tag to that, but, um, but how has that hurt my testimony from time to time? That here Jesus talks about, you know, our yoke being easy, and, um, yet oftentimes we just we're so heavy with the cares of life, the burdens that we're you know, that we have naturally just because it's life and, you know, caring for parents care, you know, um, raising children, um, having to make sure you're doing well at your job, especially in this season, because, you know, of, of where we're at economically mm-hmm. as a nation and all the uncertainty that exists there, like this, all the burdens of life, physical health stuff, um, all that stuff, um, how, how do we live this out in a way that we, that a part of our testimony is not that we are always overwhelmed or heavy burdened. Um, and that's the challenge. I, I don't, I'm not saying there's a answer, um, but there is in Jesus, but, uh, you know what I mean? Um, I, I just I do. don't, I... aware that I don't want my testimony to be that when someone asks me something, I'm always got this sense of being overwhelmed.
1: Well, and I, I love that, Brian, and and um, it really means that our theology is wrong. Mm. I hate to say that, but because I'm I'm in the same boat with you. But the you know our theology is that God is good, that God is providing for us, that He's taking care of us. You know right. that we can trust him in the world. None of those things are about our efforts, our being overwhelmed, our being too busy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. and and uh, it makes me think a little bit about uh, Hebrews three and three and four really, but where they talk about how the Israelites could not enter into the rest that God provided them because of their disobedience, and their disobedience was really. In their attitude, mm. it was in their doubting God's provision, in their complaining not not in to God but about God, right? In in not accepting um, the circumstances that He was leading them through, yeah. and trying to change things on their own, and all of that is what keeps us from entering into that rest. And then that when we bring that. Uh, when I get that right, occasionally, once in a while, then I can bring that witness into the world of this is who God is. This is what it means to follow Him. Mm-hmm. It means that in the midst of all of this crazy, broken, evil, and chaos, that I can still find rest, and it is not in my busyness or in my right. efforts. You know, right.
0: And that 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 kind of goes back to the sense we got on Saturday as different house church leaders gathered. Um, There was this rest is one of the words that was used. We feel like, like this is rest for us. Um, And it was even stated that we didn't realize how much we needed this. And that's, that's what I'd like to encourage people. Maybe someone listening to this right now that, you know, we're so wrapped up in a culture of busyness and, associating success and importance with that busyness, that it can become very easy to not even realize we need the rest. Right, Um, And so we have to work that. I mean, we have to be intentional about this thing in our lives. And that can be hard. But again, going back to I don't have time versus I'm not going to make the time. um, It takes action to rest. It takes uh, just, <clears throat> excuse me, my wife and I went away to Orlando a couple weekends ago now, I guess, uh, just the two of us. First time since we've had kids. That Minus exponential with you yes. guys, Kristen and Joe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, that was more of a working conference type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a vacation type setting just for a couple days. And one of the results of that Um, first of all, I didn't realize how much, how much I needed the rest. Um, but then one of the results of that for me was an actionable step. And this is, it's not a huge step. Maybe, maybe it is for some, um, but just to take Facebook off my phone. Right. Um, You know, that's an actionable step to make sure that extra free time I have, even if it's just a minute here or there, which can turn into 10 or 15 minutes, That I'm not wasting time just scrolling, looking at some interesting things, some not interesting things, a lot of nonsense along the way. Um, And so that was an actionable step for me to take towards some kind of greater rest, to freeing myself up to have more time. I didn't delete my Facebook account. I can still get it on my laptop. Uh, throughout the day. (laughs) Um, But on my phone, it's especially in the evening as I turn my computer off. um, uh, You know, even if I go to look at it out of habit, it's not there. So it's much easier for me to set my phone down really quickly um, and not spend the time there. And so we just, we need to, for some of us, we may need to, what are action steps I can take if I realize that I've been saying I don't have time, now I'm gonna say I don't make the time. You know, what are the action steps?
1: Right, I think that's so great, Brian. And I think um, that uh, that's that sense of, you know, that we couldn't enter the rest because we weren't willing to change. We weren't, you know, we often talk as Christians about rejecting the world. And I think we don't always have a very clear picture of what that actually means. This is a perfect example of that the culture not you know not individual people necessarily but our our hearts and the culture tell us we have to prove our worth we have to be on facebook we have to be available all the time we have to achieve and all of that kind of stuff and that that can very easily become an unhealthy lie that does not lead us to life or that works against what god wants to bring in our lives but we have to be willing to confront that and then say Oh, you know, here's something I need to bring into alignment with what God wants for my life. That will be so much better, richer, more rest, you know, and more and more productivity. That's actually that's because we're made to work. I am not Mm -hmm. at all advocating we don't work, right? But um, it's a balance of that that rhythm of work and Sabbath and doing it in 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 the most um, healthy, good way that we mm-hmm. can in the midst of a very chaotic, broken world. You know, yeah,
0: we've got to keep in. We've got to have a kingdom perspective, and a, um, and I don't mean kingdom perspective in this instance. And we've got to win souls for you know, like we're building the church. Right. We've got to have a kingdom perspective in the sense that it's an upside down, backwards thing, according to the world, in comparison to the world. You know. Um, where the world says if someone punches you, punch them right back. Right. Jesus said, "No, turn the other cheek." You know, if the world yeah. tries to enslave you, you rage against that. Jesus said, actually walk an extra mile with that person and serve them right. above and beyond. You know what I mean? Like, like everything in the kingdom yes. of God is does is not compared to how we do things here on earth and how we live our lives and what our culture says and so we have, to, we have to keep that in mind, that, that this is going to feel yes. weird for a while. If you start to engage in this actionable thing towards rest um, and intentionally trying to live this out, learning how to say no, um, changing the language you use internally about your time, um, uh, it, it's going to feel weird and strange, and it should. It's normal. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah. even, but you will see, as you say, Kristen, as, as the word of God says, Jesus is so faithful in the midst of our brokenness yes. in the chaos around yeah. us. And I think most Christians know that. And when they're thinking about it, they go right. yes and amen. But to actually live it out in the midst of brokenness and chaos, um, when it's not Sunday and there's not a preacher to say amen to or a worship song to clap with that reminds us uh, it can be it can be difficult. So we just need reminded,
1: I think so, too. And I think we need to be aware that um, the habits that are handed us uh, are not necessarily the ones that are going to help us align our life with our beliefs. Right. You know, that's that Facebook habit habit. (laughs) Hammock, <laughs> I can't <laughs> it. Have it, have it, have it, have it. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we're, yeah, we're called yeah. to be in community, it can be a powerful right. thing. You can, but, but I also can be handed this habit by other people outside of me who want me to be on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Let the powers that be and stuff and let that take up too much space. And it's a habit that's handed me, so I have sure to not. take that active step. To yeah. bring my life back into alignment and with what I know to be true.
0: Yeah. And, and I think we need to be open to what God has to say to that. Of course, obviously, really intelligent, powerful statement there, Pastor Brian. Um, <laughs> but we need to be open to other people to speak into this, into our lives. Yes. Um, and oftentimes, if if you're married, it is your spouse. It can, it can very often be your kids right. even too, uh, which yes, means absolutely. there's some real humbling humility that has to enter into our hearts. There, your friends, um, our friends that um, love you,
1: right?
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> other sometimes, other
1: sometimes even people who don't love you. Sometimes yeah. the reason why the criticism hurts so bad,
0: <laughs> right,
1: is because it's a little. It may be coming from someone who doesn't wish you well but it's a little too close to the truth, you know, and and that's why
0: it hurts so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you again, just being raw and real, this about Facebook in my life, this came from really frank discussions my wife and I had as we were lounging by the pool in Orlando, you know, um, in discussions we've had before, but just, you know, um, it's just, it's too much. And I've got, I've got, when I'm done with work and the kids get off the bus, Um, You know, there's certainly days and meetings set up and stuff we plan out, um, but daggone it, my phone and Facebook doesn't need to interfere with time I need to be spending with my kids or even time I need to be studying God's word or worshiping in the stillness and quiet when it's not about church, it's not about building a worship service or writing a sermon, it's just about me and God um yeah. you know being able to set the phone down shut the laptop down and just be with the lord just be with my kids just be with my wife um i need to do better in that i need to be able to focus um in and part of that is because we're trying to build a network and i believe god's got some really cool special things for us to do and i want to be ready man i want to i want right. to be ripe for the right. Lord. i, I want to be like very soft clay in his hands, you know,
1: Amen. Um, yes, whenever right.
0: he says go somewhere or do something, I don't want to have to go through a process that I, that I have to go through because I'm not ready. Like, like, because yeah. I've done like, I'm just not mentally there. <coughs> right. you, you know what I'm saying? So um, absolutely do really, really allow the spirit to work through other people to speak into our lives. And don't just shut it down because it, like you say, Kristen, it hurts or it's, you don't trust the person who's saying it. Um, We ought to analyze and process stuff and take that to the Lord and just be real with ourselves about what, what we need to cast off of ourselves, what we need to get out of our lives, what habits need to change. And uh, some of that may include, you know, well, you know, my parents taught me this, you know, I've heard so many yeah. people and listen, I love you, mom and dad. Okay. Just want to make that clear. Okay. I love my mom. And my dad. Um, but and I'm not, I'm not going to talk about anything specific at all. But <laughs> there, there, I've heard a lot of Christians say I'm the way I am because this is how my parents raised me. Stuck in sin, stuck in bad habits, stuck in, Mm-hmm. Attitude and mentalities and ways of doing things that are that are very contrary to the Word of God at, at times, and yeah, and I'm 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 that I've done that too. Yeah, I've done that too.
1: Well, and it's you know an what strikes me about that exactly what strikes me about that Brian is, uh, and I can be so guilty of this too. It's kind of goes back to that first quote. I don't have time. It's somebody else's fault. Yeah, that I'm yeah. here. Right. And, and I think part of what God was trying to tell the Israelites and trying to tell us is, look, I, I'm working in you to bring good. So stop stop uh, being a passive victim of stuff, right. whether it's stuff that was passed on to you or stuff that you chose. I'm giving you the power to choose Ooh. life and to enter into more of me and into my rest and my restoration. And, and you know, that dodge of it's somebody else's fault or it can't be changed. Yeah. You're, we're really just saying like the Israelites to God, take me back to slavery because I think it might be better right, right. <laughs> you know and you don't feel like you're saying that but we're just yeah. we're just like parrying god you know like <laughs> yeah
0: so so much pride and again yeah. I, I i say that to help other people and, and not not to i i i have pride i still need to cast away and still need mm-hmm. to surrender to the lord um and ego and you know wanting to reserve a measure of glory for myself in, in various different areas in my life. And God, God just, it's a process. It's it's yeah. not a one day you're gonna wake up and, and my wife just reminded me of this um, the other day like like you can't do something you can't change your diet for one day. <laughs> expect it to be made right. for the rest of your life. Right, um, you right. Know, you can't exercise on the treadmill or go lift weights one time. And expect to see this incredible change. You've got to stick with it. You've got to wake up every day and say, this is important enough. And I'm going to sacrifice what I need to, to follow through on this. And it's the same, you put any situation, any circumstance, whatever's on your heart, your life, whatever you're going through, through that, um, it very often takes time and is a process. And it's, meaningful and valuable because we learn stuff along the way we learn how to depend on god more and more and how to trust him more and more through our brokenness through our chaos through all that stuff um and you know i've i've it's it's like someone saying lord god just help me lose weight just if you do this miracle in my life just uh, let me wake up tomorrow and just be down 30 pounds um, I've actually I'll,
1: prayed that. Right. Right. <laughs> right.
0: Um, I mean, it's an example for a reason. I'm not saying you, but you know, there's,
1: <laughs> I I've wasn't saying so, you were, so, Brian. I've got I'm so just many being, friends I'm just... that
0: tell me these ridiculous stories that I share with you. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's just how ridiculous is that? I mean, it's real. Right. And probably other people do that too. Pray these prayers of just miraculous sign, Like God, just show yourself here. But really, we're, God is sitting back saying, yeah, but I, c- I could do that. And he can do that. We believe right. he can do that. But he's a God of relationship. And it's a process. And he wants us to learn. He wants us to become more like him. And he knows that if he just zaps away the problem, it's not going to take care of our habits. It's not going to take care of our lifestyle. In things that take time to learn how to overcome and change. And so just be encouraged by that, whoever's listening to this today, um, that you've got to be in it for the long haul. Um, I have been tempted to put Facebook right back on my phone, um, mostly when I want to post a reminder on our Pursuit Friends Facebook page from my phone or put a cute picture of the kids from my phone that I just snapped on Facebook. Um, I got to learn how to email that to myself so that when I actually have the time to be on Facebook, I can do that then easily. Um, And so it's just, you got to change your habits and you got to be patient through the process and trust God to be faithful.
1: Yes. I think that's so important, Brian, is to trust that where he's taking us is worth the effort that it takes that what he has for us is so much better than what we're trying to grasp onto. Yeah.
0: Amen. And I don't know about you, Kristen, but it is always better when I trust in the Lord, when I wait on him, uh, when I lean on him, when I don't push my agenda, um, when I just always, always when I'm still before God, and I let him do his thing, and I listen for his still small voice, man, it helps. I can actually hear him, and I know what he's leading me in, and as I read his word, he speaks to me, and he guides me, and he he encourages me, and the Holy Spirit then begins to do that work of renewal and refreshment, and also gives us the power we need and the strength we need to do these things. We can't do it on our own. We can't change habits uh, on our own. Uh, We might be able to for a time, but to have true freedom and and true victory in our lives, we need the help of the Holy Spirit. And that's where we fall short so often, is we try to do all this stuff in our own strength. And I'm preaching to myself.
1: We try to
0: do it on our own strength. And that's when we get burnt out. That's when we fail. That's when we get frustrated and just throw our hands up in the air and say, okay, I tried. Um, And so trust in the Lord. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's there for a reason, man. Jesus said, it's better that I leave so the helper can come.
1: Yes, yes.
0: So let him help you today, wherever you are, whatever you're going through. Kristen, thank you so much for being willing to spend some time uh, through Zoom of course. Talk, for this podcast. It has been great uh, to see your face and hear your voice and get to talk um, through all this stuff and encourage those that are listening to our podcast. This is episode 12. God just keeps giving us the ability to keep making these, Kristen, and I'm having fun. I don't know about you. I absolutely am. <laughs> Good. I figured since <laughs> you keep coming back, um, <laughs> but if you would like to uh, uh, support Pursuit Friends Church, we would like we would be honored and blessed if. God so lead you you can visit um, our website at pursuitfriends.org/ give if you'd like to donate to the ministry that God is doing through Pursuit Friends Church you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram as well and learn all there is to learn about Pursuit Friends Church um, and uh, we hope to see you next time uh, as we record episode 13. It's going to be great. it's Woo-hoo! gonna just be great. God bless you guys. Have a good rest of the day.